For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. So was that the wake up call or <laughs> we missed last week? <laughs> I, I don't know if the alarm is going off yet. We'll okay. find out we soon. Still, huh? We still snoozing? All right, we still I, snoozing. We still be snoozing, bro. <laughs> All right, for sure. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, plenty to get to on this show after that massacre wow um make sure you download subscribe rate review we're located wherever you find podcasts uh you can also follow us on social media i'm at our haylock on twitter he's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he's at underscore bump and run um we're gonna obviously we got to talk about kyle shanahan we're gonna talk about robert sala uh, and offense and defensive play uh, from what happened in that Miami game. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into the injury woes as well. Uh, I got an interesting thought about the offensive line that may go against the grain from everything that I've been seeing on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. But as always, after uh, after a loss, no game balls to hand out, obviously. So what did we learn, Ed? You you want to start, or you you want me to go? I would like for you to go first this okay. time. Okay, you want me to go? Yes. All what right. did you learn? Well, I, I learned that Kyle panicked, and when Ooh. I when I say Kyle panicked, I say he panicked by uh by by pulling the trigger. I guess you could say on Jimmy G. Jimmy wasn't right, and it didn't Ooh. take it. It didn't it didn't take uh it didn't take Wait a, a minute, mad sign. Well, hold on. By pulling the trigger to, to play him, to or play to him, to play okay, him, okay. to to Here make him to to make him active. Uh, he wasn't right. I mean, he didn't look right walking, let alone uh, you know, trying to trying to go back to pass and and sit in the pocket and and and, and deliver the ball downfield. Uh, I think he was trying to avoid the thing that he actually uh didn't avoid and would actually ended up happening, and that's them falling uh to two and three. Um, so yeah, that's what I learned. Okay. Wow. Wow. You know, what's interesting. Well, first of all, I learned a couple of things. Number one, uh, Dante Whitner has no problem telling guys how he feels about their play. I learned that if you watched any of his clips, uh, from yesterday, he had no problem calling guys soft. So I learned that, okay. um, I already knew that, but, uh, <laughs> cause you know, cause Wits, uh, he's, he's an assassin anyway. So I learned that, but, but, what I learned is that I'm actually more into Kyle after that loss and the way things have been handled here lately uh, than I was before. That's what I learned. I actually have more faith in Kyle hmm. than I had before in his understanding of his players and the way he tries to handle the locker room. That's what I learned. And we will talk about 
your your thoughts and my thoughts as we get into Kyle for the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, of course, we're brought to you by. Uh, we are brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. Of course, we're here talking about the Niners and their two and three start to the season. And although none of us were at the games, thankfully, only the cardboard cutouts got to see that uh, whole God. thing unfold at the Field of Jeans. Um, we can still be there and be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts so you after this have more faith in kyle do um, do yeah, tell well, do well, tell well, please well, we can get into this about your whole panic thing so let's and, and it'll play mine will just blend into this so you say he panicked by I, playing jimmy i think he i think he panicked by playing jimmy i think i so reason so you go back to the philly game right he he, he snatched his mullins out of the game mullins didn't yep. necessarily look right and then he puts CJ in, and CJ, all of a sudden, everybody loves CJ, right? He comes in, two-minute drill, and he moves right down the field, this, that, and the other. All right, CJ could be the guy, right? And then we go through this whole week, and we're like, oh, I don't know who's going to be the guy. Well, I know who's going to be the guy, but I'm not going to tell you who's going to be the guy. He didn't even – I don't even think Nick dressed, right? Like, Nick, Nick was the third guy, right? So – I think that there's that compounded with the fact that he's just hoping and wishing so bad that Jimmy could just be healthy, that he throws him in there. He throws him in there. Jimmy's not right. You can tell from the onset of that game he's not right. And so at halftime, he pulls him out to, quote, protect him. But one thing about Kyle is in his time addressing injuries, the one thing that he always says is as long as this guy can go out there and protect himself. It didn't look like from the opening snap that Jimmy would be able to protect himself. And he was hoping that he could just kind of just get through this game, seeing the schedule ahead, knowing that he, this was a game that they really needed to have because of because of the, how how challenging and how much more difficult the schedule is going to lie ahead. He was like, all right, if we can just get Jimmy in here, just get this game. Um, and he put him in there. And he put him in there, and it, it okay. didn't work out at all. Okay. And you know what? See, I see this differently, and this is what I'm talking about as far as that. I don't see it as panic. Um, what a football coach has to do is believe in his veteran players. Uh, there's a reason why these guys are, are your frontline guys. And, and you are always better with your frontline guys playing. You know, I've had these conversations with you in the past on the pod before, the pod after, maybe even on the pod. I've had these conversations with you where there were times I was on the field and I was hurt. But my guys would be like, E, I need you. I need you. Like when, like when I lost the vision in my eye and T-Mac was like, E, I need you, man. I need you. Can you go? You, you got to stay out here. So what happens is that there's a certain confidence that the other players have when, when their guys are out there in the huddle with them, okay? When, when, you, when everyone's out there. You remember earlier in the week of press conference, George Kittle and everyone joked about it, but did you see the gleam and the confidence in George Kittle when he was saying, hey, my quarterback is out here? We are better. We 
we, you know, he throws the ball to me. And, you know, he was making yeah, those jokes he say, about it. He, he said, he, Jimmy, Jimmy looks handsome is what he said. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But, but, he, but, but that confidence and how, how much better he feels like things are going to be when his quarterback is out there. So Kyle is looking at that. And this is the move that I have to make. Jimmy, and it's really this simple. Can you go? Because no one knows how you feel but you as that individual. And if you tell your coach, look, I can go. I can do this. That coach has to decide the, what's in the best interest of everyone. And I don't think it's a panic thing. I think it's like, okay, wait a minute. This dude is telling me he can go. I'm watching him move around. Yeah, he's hurting, but you got to play football hurt. You know, I've always said that. You got to play football hurt, but you can't play injured. Now, a while back, he when he was in that game, he got injured. He came out. He, he was like, I can't go. Now he's telling me he can go. Kyle let him play. Now Kyle pulled him, and this is why I'm saying I'm liking Kyle even more. Kyle pulled him knowing he was going to take the heat as the head coach. Everyone, why was he playing? Why was he out there? Why was he going? And I even questioned it. When I saw him out, I was like, hmm. I put a tweet out. I was like, quarterback change? I was like, hmm. Now, after sleeping on it, I look at it. What did Kyle do? I'll take the heat. Jimmy, I know you were trying to get out there. I know what you were doing. You're the quarterback. You're the leader. You're trying to show these guys that I'm going to fight through this with you. But you know what? As you just said, Rashawn, man, you're not right. You're not right. So guess what I'm going to do? I am going to yank you. I'm going to sit you down. You tried. You can't do this. And instead of you going out here, continuing to sneak it up, and guess what happens? I don't have a quarterback that any of my locker room believes in moving forward, and we are getting ready to have a tough stretch. I got to sit you down. We can blame it. Uh, we can blame it on the alcohol, you know? We can, we, we can sit you down. You weren't ready, and now I'll take the hit for playing you too soon as opposed to you trying to jump out there and it, it just wasn't happening. I actually think that there was some thought into that. Let me move beyond this and try to get through this game and go from there. I really do believe that's what he was doing and I'm okay with that. I want, because he wants to let, if you can go, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you fight. I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let it matter to you. If it matters that much, show me. But if you you couldn't do it, so now I got to take this hit because he could have left him out there. He he could have left him out there, and it could have been a detriment to him and Jimmy as well. But exactly. but but that which you said that that's kind of the reason why I feel like he panicked for the simple fact that you get to halftime. It's like Kyle's like, okay, I stepped in it. Let me just take him out of the game, whatever, right? Like when he but, shouldn't have been in you, there in the first place. But wait, hold on. But no, well, no, 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 no. Because that I gives you a you, false sense of security in, in my estimation. It's like, all right, our quarterback's back. Our quarterback is is, is ready to go. We got him. We got him. You, know, you listen, go through that first driver to it's like our quarterback isn't back now it looks like not nobody you look you look you looked who was under center it looked like nobody took reps at quarterback this week but listen listen to what you're saying so if so, so think about this if the trainer says it's on him he's good to go i mean he's fine it's, it's pain tolerance if the doctor says it's on him he's good to go there are no injuries it's, it's pain tolerance it's up to him 
And then he walks up to you. So if you check with the trainer, you check, you check with the docs and they say, all good. You go to the player, the player says, all good. Remember I told you, you can't protect anybody in the NFL. If you're healthy, you play. What about the fact that he he, he was never a full, he was never a full go in practice all week. Dude, guys, guys play all the time without being full go in practice. All the time. I told you I played an entire season. I played an entire season where I took a needle. After, after like the third or fourth game of the year, I didn't practice. I the, I the only practice I did, and I know it's not the quarterback, but I, I the only practice I took were 10 red zone reps every Friday. That was it. But com- was it. coming off this injury and missing two weeks, and I, I remember – I feel like Kyle, I can't remember, it was before the Jets game or the Giants game. He was like, if Jimmy doesn't have a practice, then I'm not going to let him play. Uh, well, okay. And if he, he was, and, have... he, and if, if, if he, if he's not able, if he's not able to, to practice at least one day, then I'm not going to let him play. That was when, he, that's, that's he, when he, he first got hurt, he, right? That's, yeah, that's when he, when he, okay. when he first now got listen, hurt. Listen same me. injury, that's, he still hadn't but, played but, yet. But listen, listen, he had just gotten injured and he was like, I, I he has to show me that he can sustain the movement and the plays and everything. And the reason you do that at the very beginning, especially a lower body injury, is because you need a guy to show you that he can go out there, do it, and then come back from it the next day. That that it's not so bad that, okay, you're going to go out here, you're going to tough it through, but it's going to be worse. That's why you want to see someone practice, because you're not trying to prolong the injury. But he's come back. He's done some practice. He's done some work, and he's saying he's ready to go. You let him go. I, I have no problem with that. But but like I said, I like the fact that Kyle didn't say okay. He he didn't panic. Would have been to me panic would have been you're out here now. We got to figure out how to get this right. You got to get right. No, I'm I'm going to take the L. He knows that he's going to have to go to the press conference and say why would and answer why was Jimmy playing and he didn't throw it on Jimmy. He didn't go up there and say, well, he told me he was ready. He, he told me that he could go. I didn't want him to play, but he, you know, he talked me into it. That would have been panicking. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. And I so, so I'm telling you, I think that that goes a long way in staying on top of the locker room and your guys believing within you. And that is huge, man. If you think that the coaching staff is incompetent, you quit playing. For them, it's interesting that you say that because I'm watching this game. There, there, I, I can't, I, I cannot lie to you and say there was not a moment there when, I, where I did not think Kyle may be in, in danger of losing this team. I, no, I, no. I really felt that, see, watching, that wa- why, watching this game. That's why I'm here to explain it to you. I, I feel the complete opposite. I, I, Which is, this to... is mind-boggling to me. This is <laughs> mind-blowing, unbelievable. No, I think this is I think this right here uh, because believe me, what happens in that locker room, the players are going to know that Jimmy wanted to be on that field and that he talked with the coach about getting on that field. That will get through them, get to them through Jimmy. That will get through the locker room. That coach had my back and then they will also know that coach didn't throw him under the bus and just say, hey, well, he told me he could go and he couldn't go. He, he didn't throw him under the bus. He's taking the hit. Now, let's fix this. Let's all fix this together. 
So that's why you don't you're not gonna lose that you're not gonna lose that locker room. You're not gonna lose it. When you're just passing out these speeches, this rah rah stuff, win one for the gipper and you gotta do it for the colors and, and yelling and screaming and all that stuff, that gets old. Yeah, but like okay, Kyle, Kyle's when, not really not really that guy. I, I will you. say this. I, I did feel a little bit better after watching his his presser. I will I will say that much. Um but that still didn't change my mind from the fact that I felt like he I feel like he panicked. I feel like he panicked and putting and okay. Jimmy out there. Okay. And well, like I, you know that, like I said, I just I'm just here to give you a different perspective. Yeah, no, that's, I, that's, I, I, no, I, I appreciate. It. We so we we look at this offense, and obviously Jimmy never really had it going, and the offense never really got going. There was some miscommunication on the offensive line. Yep. Um, you got to credit you got to credit Miami and, and the way they got after it defensively. I, I think they they confused. Uh, that 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 offensive front with 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 guys and coming from different positions and they would you know they they'd act like they were going to bring seven and yep. and they'd only bring four or six and they were only bring four um so there, there was definitely some confusion after Trent gave up that first sack he's looking like he thought he had some help on the inside where nah brother you out there on that island by yourself and so um it, like it just didn't well yeah that, didn't. that was definitely that was definitely communication yeah. that wasn't that wasn't him physically getting beaten like like the tight end once got just physically whooped on a pass rush. That was miscommunication. He didn't even he didn't even try to block. The he didn't, guy yeah, because, he didn't even try. Yeah. So yeah. so it just it, it just it just what and 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 Miami was more physical too. Like in I, like I don't yeah. remember us saying that at all last year. And and I feel like Miami was more physical. Uh, you can argue Philly was a little bit more physical last week uh-huh. as well. Um, like so so that. That's concerning to me. Um, we flip it over to the defense side of the ball, and look, I know the popular thing is to beat up on Salah. Like I, I was just scrolling through Twitter and just like, oh Salah, this is on Salah, this is mm-hmm. on Kyle. You know that mm-hmm. they got to do better. Yada yada yada, and Salah this and Salah that. Like, look, dude, like. Salah and them gave up 18 points last week. That was enough to win that game, or that should have won that game, right? Like, yes. like, the, like how long have, have we been talking about the defense picking up the offense? Like, at a certain point, like, the offense may be in a, uh, is going to be in a position where they're going to need to pick up the defense. And the way that defense was uh, in shambles uh, on Sunday against Miami, like, that, if there was ever a time this season, like, that was definitely the time because mm-hmm. Miami did exactly – with, like going back to the Jets game, remember I had all those all those uh those concerns in the Jets game, also the Giants game as well because of the secondary issues. I'm like, look, the, like the, this pass de- this pass defense, the secondary is going to struggle. This that and the other. Like they Miami did exactly what I thought other teams would do, considering all the injury woes that the Niners had in their secondary, and they found somebody. They just picked on them, and and yeah. and, 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 and 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 that was it. And you, I've heard you say this. Um, you know, there there's a gap between the starter and a backup. And now, oh, yeah. I, and, now and, and there's definitely <laughs> then the gap between a starter and a and a practice squad, my goodness, and it showed. And and they made people start to question like, man, this Ryan Fitzpatrick guy is no like like he 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 definitely deserves to be a starter. I don't know why people keep sleeping on him as not being a starter, yada yada yada, because he looked the part yesterday. Like we like he he had one of those Fitz magic type of games that, that we saw him have and 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 the defense just like like they had, like they had a day, right? Like, like they they had a day, and they needed the offense mm-hmm. to pick them up, and it just didn't happen. I'm not gonna throw Salah and them under the bus uh, 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 for this, for what happened yesterday. What, what what did you see? 
Um, I it's not throwing them under the bus. It's about making adjustments uh, because y- you are correct. You are playing you, your your first five DBs if you really want to look at it for for the 49ers. Your first five DBs weren't on the field. That's hard. So I mean, your your first two corners aren't there. Your second two corners are, aren't there, and probably your your fifth or sixth not there. So that's that's hard. So as you say, you're getting a guy off the practice squad to put him in that position. I don't expect him. And you saw I put out a tweet and I and I said at this point it's not on Allen, it's on Salah. This is not throwing Salah under the bus. It's it's like. Now we've. I, I go into a game plan in this. I go into a into a game, and here's my game plan. You've heard me say X's and O's don't move on paper. Yeah. The they don't move the, on paper. Spot the Jimmys and the Joes. Yeah. So so when you get into the game, if you see that your X is getting his tail handed to him by an O, you gotta adjust. That's what got me. Is that and Brian Fitzpatrick is a starter. People can say he's not a starter and all this stuff. Yeah, no, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a starter. Of course, he wouldn't. He wouldn't been. He wouldn't have as many starts under his belt and been in the league this long. He he is Ryan Fitzpatrick is better than he's better than Beathard. He's better than CJ. Um, he's just not a high end starter, but he's a comp. He he's a competent NFL quarterback. He's just he's just not that. He's not that top 15, 10 guy. He's he's never been that guy. Um, because of consistency, he'll he'll throw five touchdowns and then he'll come back and throw five interceptions the next week. Yeah. But that's that's who he is. But you know he can he is a capable NFL quarterback. Now what he found was a guy who's not ready. Not going to say that he won't ever get there or things like that. But he he wasn't ready to perform the position Sunday. Allen wasn't ready. Four eight got out there and they said, "Let's try him. Let's see." Which is what you're supposed to do. Let's try him. Not working. Let's get him one on one situations again. Boom, got him. Let's get him in that situation again. Boom, got him. Okay, how many times before Sala says we have to roll this defense? I got to make him do something else. That's no different than we watched the 49ers play in the playoffs last year. And was it Minnesota or or whichever team that they just kept running the ball on? And running the ball yeah, on. Uh, and running yeah, the ball on. At some point, yeah. at some point, you gotta say, I don't care how I feel about my secondary, I gotta put eight people in the box, nine people in the box. I have to stop this. And they never did. So everyone was like, Oh, Jimmy didn't throw the ball. Well, they never adjusted. He didn't have to throw the ball. So Salah never adjusted. That's why this is on Robert Sala. You got to understand. I, I get it. And I was just saying it's not on Allen. And, 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 you know, people were coming back at me. Well, he's on the field and he just sucks and he's this. And I was like, this kid was on his couch. Now he's in the NFL playing and they are coming at him. I don't expect him to be able to make those plays. Yes. He, he wouldn't be on. He, he, he w- wouldn't be on an NFL roster. Understand this. This he would not be on an NFL roster if not for the injury situation. He's not prepared to be in a one-on-one situation like that and win. Great you're asking game. him to. Yeah. You're at. You know what I mean. You're asking him to play all pro ball. You're putting him out there one-on-one to do the job that you're expecting Richard Sherman to do. So, so we we agree. So we agree on that, right? And so I'm watching. Yes. I'm watching this, and I feel like, and and, and I'm I'm stuck. Cause I don't know where to go on this, and so I'm glad I, I got you here to talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. stuck because I feel like this defense is compromised. 
as I'm watching the game, right? Because it's, okay, you want to bring pressure, right? You feel like you got to bring pressure to kind of help the back end, but the pressure isn't getting home, so the back end is getting torched. So if you're you're solid, what do you do? Well, if you're solid, this this is what you can do. You and this is what I'm saying. You have to you have to roll your defense. So you either have to play a combination coverage where you're going to roll your defense and you're going to put a safety over the top of that corner, and you're going to take take him out of those one on one situations down the field. He did try to make some adjustments doing that, and I think they got Ward on one later in the game when he went cover two. Or the other thing you do, and I and I tell it, I used to do it all the time. We did it when I. You what you do, you just run your defense. And I can tell you plenty of games when I was in Carolina, I would go to the sideline. I would I would literally go to the sideline and go to my head coach, who was Dom Capers and tell him, you see what's going on out there. They're going at Tyrone. Tell the safety you call because we ran a lot of, you know, one safety stuff with all those um, um uh, zone, zone blitzes, blitzes and yeah, stuff. with yeah. all the zone blitzes. And so I would just like, I would like run the defense because you haven't put anything in this week for that. Run the defense, but just tell the safety to go. All I all I need to know is that he's not going to be in the middle. It's no different than me playing, you know, um, blitz coverage. So you just tell, just all I need him to know if he, if he sees them looking at go and leave me by myself. So that's what I'm saying, Salah. You need to make some adjustment. If you haven't put, if you weren't planning on playing a cover two, if you didn't have your role, your role coverages in your combination coverages, which you possibly may not have in. Why? Because you have the 18th corner playing, and he may not understand all the coverages. So you don't want to give him anything other than the basics. You got to consider that when you start going down the depth chart like this, these guys don't understand everything. Yeah. And the assumption is that they know the, the entire playbook and that they are ready to get out there. There's a, remember, there is a that, reason. That's part of the that, reason why that they're that, not in the position they're in. Thank they, you. They that's part the of the reason. Yes. They don't, they may not necessarily know everything. And that's part of the reason they are on the practice squad because they are still trying to learn that and comprehend the concepts and learn football. It's not all about the physical that gets you on there. So with that being said, make an adjustment, even if it's saying, hey, Jimmy, you see what they're doing. Help him. I, I know I know this is what we're doing right now, but go. And that can be on Sala. That can be on the players. So it's a question. It's, it's the veteran thing. When you get to a certain point, you got to know and – the difference, and, and this is what I'm saying, and you've heard me say that the inmates at some point have to take over. Yeah. And George used to tell us that all the time. Tim McDonald used to, t- I, re- I remember vividly, Tim used to always say this. Sometimes we got to do it in spite of the coaches. Yeah. We have, we have to win in spite of them because sometimes you are in a position where I'm being set up for failure. And if I'm in the middle of that field and I see Fitz picking on my right corner, I'm going to – and these dude, trust me, Merton, Tim, all the time, they would just turn to me and be like, E, I'm gone. They, they would just tell me, E, you're on your own. Tim McDonald would look at something like, like even if it was a run, he thought it was a blitz. We'd be in a zone coverage where he's supposed to be in the curl flat or he's got, he's got a high safety, he's got the high quarter. He'd just be like, E, I'm gone. And, and, and I, that's all I needed. 
it doesn't change the, the, the defense. It doesn't screw up anyone else. It just lets me know you have this rep by yourself, just like any other blitz. You're by yourself. Make the play. And as long as you know that, you're prepared for it. You're not expecting someone to be there. So Salah, that's why I say Salah has to make that adjustment. You cannot continue to let the same play. It, listen to me. Was there was it not the exact same play, the exact same type look? Get him in a one-on-one situation and go at him until it cost you a football game. That's what they did. Yeah, and I think Kyle said I don't I don't remember what play it was, but Kyle mentioned there was a, a miscommunication there too, where I think Miami had a motion and and Allen was still in bump when he should have been off, and that messed up some things and. Um, but like you said, right, like that's the grasp of the system, right, that, you know, yes. guy coming yes. off his couch, he just he just doesn't understand or he's just not going to get, you know, some of those uh, nuances. Um, yeah. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, make sure you hit us up on social media as well. Uh, we are brought to you by Handy Sanitizer, E.D. Uh, well, um, well, you know what, man? There are These some, Niners there are some... could use a cleansing right now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, hand, handy sanitizer. They always say it's, it feels good to be clean, um, and we all need a little bit of cleaning, as you say, after that game. We need to clean up a whole lot of things, just like the Niners. And handy, handy sanitizer is a multi-use sanitizing spray that goes onto anything. It is not. Uh, it's not all sticky and gross and slimy like the competitors. I actually got out and went into the depth of people this past weekend. It's my anniversary weekend. The wife and I were out, and I had to use some hand sanitizer while I was out, and I put it on, and I realized I've been using this handy so long, I didn't realize just how sticky that other stuff is, and I hate being sticky. I don't know about you, man, but yeah. that's one of my pet peeves. Yeah. I cannot stand being sticky, but this stuff is made of really strong alcohol, 75% alcohol with a light and refreshing smell. comes in a, in a portable one-ounce, a two-ounce, and an eight-ounce glass bottle that is refillable, good, which makes it good for your wallet and good for the world. You're not throwing away all these plastic bottles. So go to handysanitizer.co. That is handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co, and use the code ED for 10% off. That's handy, sanitizer.co, use the code ED for 10% off. Handy, it feels good to be clean. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. Uh, Make sure you hit him up on Twitter at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram at underscore bump and run. I am at R Haylock on Twitter and at Watch Ray Ray on Instagram. Um, couple things, a couple other things I want to touch on. Uh-huh. Um, a little. Some of this is becoming concerning because now it looks like the Niners have become the get right team, right? And Levi's has become the get right place, right? They 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 haven't been able to win there. Um, they lost there to three opponents who you, you feel like they should have beaten. Um, yeah. You know, with, with, without any issues. Um, and then the other thing was, and I know we talked about this last week, and, and, and you talked about Kyle, and um, we were talking about the quarterback situation, right? And, and, and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, I'm holding everything close to the vest, yada, yada, yada. And, and, and my whole thing was like, this team can't handle that right now, right? Like, they just need to just go out there and play. And, 
And I think it was at the end of the week he he finally announced that you know Jimmy was going to be the starter. Um, but like my whole thing, and, and I understand what you're saying about the the schematics of it and, and everything, and 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 how that affects the other defense. Um, and normally I I would agree with you on that. Um, well it's not that I don't agree with you. I do agree with you, but I just think for this team, for this time, for right now, like I just didn't think that that was the way to go. And there and there's another thing about it too, where I feel like. Like it, like if and you played on these teams too. Like I feel like if you're a good team, like it, it don't matter. You know, like you know, like like it, it doesn't matter. It's like, look, this, this is who we are. This is what we're going to do. Stop it, right? And and I feel like that was the mantra. That was the philosophy. The mm-hmm. model all of last season. And so, last year, yeah. And so yes. that I feel like that 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 okay. kind of took a little bit of that took a little bit of that away. Um um by doing that. Oh. Well, let me now. So think about what you just said. You said if you are a good team, then you can just say this is who we are, and this is what we're gonna do, and you gotta beat it. Well, the problem is, Niners aren't a good team right now. Right? That there you go. This is and you and everyone keeps looking at last year. This is not last year's squad. The injury they started off, and this was a very good team. And when you have all your frontline guys healthy, working together, timing down, what did I say? You know, confidence comes from doing. Eric that team's Isles. confidence. Yeah, that com- that that confidence grew through the season. These guys started making more and more plays, and you saw that swag build and all these things happening, and it was real. You can get out there and you can do all this dancing, and you know how I am about that. I was like, you you know me from the start. I was like, it's a lot of noise. Noise doesn't win football games. Yeah. All the dancing, all all of that stuff, hey, it's great. Do it. And, you know, if you want to get in the end zone and do your celebrations, it's my job to keep you out of the end zone. But all of that rah-rah, it doesn't win games. Plays win games. And this is not a good football team. It, it's, it's not. So now you can officially say that this is not a good football yeah, team. Yeah, nah. And, and to, to that point, right I now, mean, this team yeah. has zero swag right now. And, and, and some of it is, is well, just – Well, why should they? Why, well, why should they? Well, I, I, I think that's part of. The, I think that's some of the problem, right? They they look a little uncertain, right? Um, they, they look like there's not really much confidence uh, stemming from them or brewing from them. Um, well, and, and, but they don't have their people. So well, yeah, part part of it, part of it is, is yeah. they don't have their people, but and also like I don't know. I mean, we talked about this with uh, with Trent, right? And, and 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 Armstead ended up getting into it with another member of the media uh, over Twitter. Um, you know, at, at the like as soon as we, which is ridiculous. As I soon, need to send him to athlete brand guard. As, Keep going. As soon as we finished our pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the next day I see this, and it's Armstead going at some some uh, reporter, you know, up there in the bay, and I'm just like, 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 what is going? Like, I, they're just worried about too many things, beside like just football and just trying to get right and, and and just trying to come together and find whatever, you know, the identity of this team is going to be. I think Jimmy said it, and, and it was kind of, it was shocking to me in a sense, but. It, it, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, every year is a different year. You know what I mean? Last year's team isn't this year's team. And, and, and he no. said this team is still trying to find its identity, which is so interesting and so fascinating to me. It's so true to me at the same time. But we spent all offseason talking about, like, the low turnover rate and this, that, and the other and how in, in this COVID type of a season that would benefit the Niners, you know, more so than so many other teams. And, and none of that so far uh, ha- has well, been true. Well, you know what? We can go back and check the receipts because I know it's out there somewhere, but I'm not even going to waste my time trying to find it. But someone did ask me 
what was the biggest obstacle for this team this year was was my biggest concern what would be the biggest speed bump and roadblock to them being able to compete for a championship this year what you, you do do you I, I bet you can guess what my answer was i would say revenge tour no no we we you know how i felt about that I, that right there, I was you know how I feel. I was like, noise doesn't win game this place. So I was like, that's just a bunch of noise. That's ridiculous. I said that. No, my answer was health. Oh yeah, I said yeah, health. You gotta have yeah, you gotta have. I health. said health. You that's that's health. the number one thing because to win a championship, you gotta be lucky in a few areas. One of those areas is health. You gotta have all of your guys out there. The other aspect because you you can't lose all of your top end guys and still be good. The other aspect is that you got to have some guys step up and have these career years, do some things that you weren't expecting, yeah. make some plays that weren't there. Some guys got to go beyond your expectations. That has to happen for you to, to get those breaks. And, and this is the thing. This, this team, if you go back to day one, the guys that were on that roster, the guys that were on the field, that – is a good football team. I thought that was an 11 and five football team. That That's what I thought. That was where I put it and everyone freaked out on it. I was like, this is an 11 and five football team. They'll make the playoffs whether they win the division or not. It was like, this is a, I, I thought it was a playoff team. Everyone's hurt. Yeah, Everyone's hurt. And it's, and it's, and it's like Allen being out there. Allen, you can't give what you ain't got. So the swag and all of these things. Okay. I can go out there and pretend that I'm all of that. I can I can put my towels on and come out all sweet and dance to the music and everything. But you know what? When they snap the ball, I'm either make the play or not. I'm gonna make the block or not. I'm gonna make the tackle or not. I'm gonna make the throw. I'm gonna make the catch. Uh, you know, uh, it, that's that's how it is. And from a coaching standpoint, I can make the call or not based on the people that I have. It gets and I told you <laughs> we said it last year. We were during the season. What did I say? You become a much better coach when you got damn dudes got in the dudes. room. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's time that the you said it too. I think it's time that the faithful kind of come to 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 grips with this and and be honest about this whole injury situation, right? Because, um, I mean, you said it right. Like, if you don't have your dudes out there. You know, th- there's only so much that so much that, that you can do, and yeah. even though even though Niners ran into some injuries last year, um, they had a pretty you know big enough cushion to whereas by the time those injuries really started to mount, um, they were already kind of rolling and and had built their identity and had generated a, a good amount of swag to where they were able to sustain it. But I mean, yeah. to start well, this you season, lost- you get knockout punch after knockout punch after knockout punch. There from, you go, from man. An injury standpoint. Um, and, and then somebody tweeted something uh, Sunday. I can't remember if it was a reporter or what, but it was like, "Oh, this is on Kyle. He's got he's got everybody. He's got Debo. He's got Ba. He's got Jimmy G. Yada yada yada." And it's like, no, 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 he doesn't. Because uh, I mean, you can tell from the first time Jimmy G walked on the field, he didn't look right. And if that guy of all the guys isn't right, then there's no way that Bourne or Ba or, or Debo or Kittle or no. whoever is is going to look right because they don't they don't have the guy. Because the guy that's that's tasked with giving them the ball isn't right. Um, well, they're, now wait, they're but hold, hold on, hold on, upon that hold guy. on, hold on. Now pump your brakes. I do have to say this though. At some point, I do need to see more out of the offense um, because yes, there are yes, there have been injuries and all of these things. But you have most of your top end guys out there, so you have to still be able. 
to function. Just like last year, yes, guys were out here and there. It's one thing if your entire – I mean, think yeah, about the mo- defense. most, E.D., but I heard you say this before. Like, who's the most important guy? Oh, well, well, yeah, well, your quarterback. So, so back to how we said this, well, like I said, I don't have a problem with Kyle saying if you can go, go. I don't have a problem with that because that's the most important guy. I, I get that. He's, he's injured. There's nothing you can do about – Kyle cannot control a player getting injured. He can't. He, 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 you, know, you know what I'm saying? No coach can. He can't control injuries. Now, all he can do is, this, is decide who and what he's going to do from an adjustment standpoint without those guys. But you can't, you can't expect – and this is the problem that everyone has. I, even when we say that this is a good roster, that means – when I say it's a good roster, you expect the backups here and there to be able to come in and fill in and the rest of the guys pick it up. Yeah, we talked but about this across, last week, right? But, yeah, they can't, but back, the backup, the depth can't be the guy, right? The depth the, exactly, has to spell the guy. Exactly. Yeah. So if the, if the depth if – the de- and that's what's happening on defense. The depth – is is the defense so that is not that's not the team that you would have put together to try and compete for a championship so you can't expect them to play at that level so you've got to try to just do dude it's smoking mirrors to try and figure it out but now offensively you have enough people over there to where i'm expecting you to get more than 17 points at home you got to be able to get more than 17 points because you still had Mostert out there. You still had the majority of your offensive line out there. You had your tight end Kittle out there. You had both of your one and two receivers out there. So you got your pass. You got your people out there. You got to figure something out. You got to figure something out offensively because, as you said, on the defense and everyone saying, uh, and we can look at this, well, the pass rush is not being generated. They can't get pressure with the front four. The defense is not doing this. Well, also remember, that's how this defense is built. Yeah. It is built to work around that. Every team has a system. And this system, that's why they drafted Big Kinlaw. That's why they drafted Bosa last year. This, this defensive system is built around its front. It's the strength. They're hurt. They're gone. They're not as good. They're not going to be as good. And that's just the reality of it. You can still win football games. You got to make some adjustments. But so you lose the strength of your team with the injuries. You don't have D Ford out there. You don't have Nick Bosa right there. So that fear of the pass rush is gone. You still got guys like Hyder and all these like playing. I mean, that that I like what he's doing dude, and how he's I just love getting Hyder. I am dude, loving can you, Hyder. When, man, when these guys come back next year, when they get all that back out there, that's just another that's just another, another bump up. Ken yeah. Law be better. This front's gonna be good. But but see, you don't have those guys out there. So when you don't have those guys out there, the strength of your defense, now think about it. Your top five DBs in the back are gone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> you can't possibly be as good. I mean, tell about a, pa- a, pa- a, pa- a patchwork defense. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to get stuff done when you got a patchwork uh, a defense like that. Um, I. It's not going to get any easier. Obviously, you got the Rams coming to town Sunday no. night football. Uh, I'm interested to see how this whole quarterback situation thing is going to play out. Like, it, it can can Jimmy actually 
really be healthy enough within a week or if not like where like where is nick mullins <laughs> like what like well, jimmy where... jimmy Derek, well hold on well first of all i'm not even worried about nick mullins i'm not worried about nick mullins or cj and like i said there is no there that, that right there my my whole thing with that one and my comment was it it made me question kyle's decision making because i'm like it did one one bad day all the evaluation you've made, did did it go? Did it move down? But but like I said, I feel better about Kyle's decision making and the way he understands his locker room. Yeah, um, but, but my whole thing is, if this. Jimmy can't go Sunday, then who do you give the ball to if you're Kyle? Well, I, there's no reason for Jimmy not to go Sunday. Jimmy went last Sunday, so I'm I'm fully expecting Jimmy to go. Jimmy went he, for he went, a half last Sunday. Well, no, a no, very Jimmy went for bad half. Listen, Jimmy went for a half and Jimmy sat down. Maybe. Uh, you know, and like I said, I've seen quarterbacks do it. I played with Joe, who missed practice and do it. I played with Steve. I played with Steve Berline, a guy who wouldn't practice Steve something and didn't Berline. go out and play. I played with I played with um, Brian Greasy that sometimes wouldn't – that I, I saw him play some games where he didn't practice that entire week and then he'd go out and perform in the game. What about so Bono? I didn't, what about Bono? I didn't want to um, – well, Bono was a third QB. <laughs> So, um, so, but I'm just saying, so I, and that's why I, the reason I put out Greasy's name, because I didn't want to go with these hall of famers and everyone's like, well, they're hall of famers Well, yeah. Greasy wasn't a hall of famer, but I saw him not practice and then go out and have a, a good game a few times. I saw him do it. So Jimmy may be one of those guys. And there are some guys that are this way that have to practice. There are some guys that, that have to go through the motion. Some guys can look at, I played with players, Dana Hall, case in point. Dana Hall, everything, his playbook. He was one of those guys that it, he had to he had to go and look at it and see it on paper and go through, and that's the way he comprehended it. I played with some guys that had to see it on the field. They had to feel it, go through it, and do it. I played with guys that would like to see it on film and 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 create that image. So when they saw it again. They knew. So it it's all depends on how a person finds that comfort level to be confident to play on Sunday. Jimmy may be that guy. I don't know. But what I do know is that he was healthy enough to trot out last week. He didn't get – I mean, yesterday, he didn't get hurt. He didn't get hurt. Okay? So since he didn't get hurt, why would he not be health, more healthy the following Sunday? Well, I mean, he, we, he, we, we, we can only hope. We can only hope. Um, yeah, no, yeah. If Jim, if Jimmy's not playing, then okay. Now, now you're protecting him. There's no, there's no reason. If, 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 if he was healthy enough to play this week and didn't get hurt, and you don't let him play, then what, do you, what are you doing? What, are you, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're trying to get a better um, draft position. You're not trying to win. You got, you got to play your top end guys. You, you may as well. I, I mean, really. Yeah, uh, really. No, I, mean, I, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but then I also know what I saw yesterday. So, um. I mean, but no, no, I, no. But but look at this. Now hold on, hold on. Look at this. This is this is what you have to have to get beyond. So you're 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 saying like, like even saw, though Jimmy was on the field, like he like he really wasn't on the field. You know, okay, you know well, what I'm saying? Wait, like, wait, wait. Hold, like he was hold, there. Wait. Like his body was there. But like like he really wasn't wait, there. Like wait, wait, hold up. Let me let me say this. Like they might have been this. playing ten on eleven yesterday. Like no, like seriously, who took reps at quarterback last week? Because it looked on, like man. nobody did. Wait, radio. Let me say this. This is the thing because what you're saying is that okay, Jimmy came out performed poorly, and it's because he wasn't right. His body wasn't there. All this stuff. Could it be? 
that he just had a boo-boo game. He just played poorly. He played bad. He had a bad game. And you know what? The week before, guess Mullins had a bad game, and I called it a bad game. When Mullins performed well that first time, what did I say? I expect him to. He's the backup. I wasn't shocked that he was doing it. And then when he came back and he did that, I said, that's the inconsistency of the of the backup quarterback. That's why he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, but- They're inconsistent like that. But now, but let me get back to Jimmy. Jimmy is those games are being the top end guy. Those games have to be few and far between. But I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Jimmy wasn't right and this and other. I'm going to Jimmy's played poorly. I've seen Jimmy make those same throws before. Yeah, I've but, seen Jimmy have those games like that before. Yeah, but Jimmy's bad games are like he he he's he's a gunslinger. He's trying to make a pass that he probably can't make. He's trying to thread it in there or something, and he ends up with a couple of interceptions. Like those interceptions yesterday were like. Those weren't even throws. Like though that's like me back there at quarterback trying to make those throws. No, like there it. was not well, there was nothing all, on them. First of all, you'd get your sternum cracked if you got e- back there. E- which is exactly that's why I'm sitting here so, talking to you. He, so, <laughs> he, so, he, he so, like so like he no, could there was nothing on those throws, E D. Nothing. That's the, but but that's what Jimmy does when he throws when when he sits there flat footed and he tries to just arm it down the field, and he floats the ball. We've seen him do that before. But did you see him? Like, he was bailing out on every throw. Like I, I've, but, but hold up. Now, have you not seen him do that before? That's what I'm saying. But that, to that, to that but extent, we talking, like, to that extent, though? Yes. we. When Jimmy has a bad day, those things happen. And I'm not – and see, we have to – and so that back to Kyle where you were like, well, Kyle panicked. No, panicked. his quarterback said, I can play. And he and and we talked about the importance of that position and the offense, having that voice in the huddle. Everybody feels differently when you have those dudes in the huddle. That voice, it's, it's, like, the, it's like the signal callers on defense. You get accustomed to hearing those voices. And when they're not there, it kind of changes things. It's, it's something about how it puts you in a certain mindset like even when these guys change your player, they check something. It's certain voices that you get accustomed and you don't even question it. You just go do it. So he wants that guy out there because he says he can go because that he's he's the leader. He's the leader. Now, guess what? He had a bad day. He had a bad half. And like I said, Kyle tried to save him. Kyle said, I'll, I'll take the hit. I, I like what he's doing. Jimmy didn't play well. He didn't play well, and I'm not gonna and, and I'm not gonna give him I'm not gonna give him a well he was injured. <laughs> Dude, um, he was. It looked like he was playing three flags, three flies up, and he didn't get hit on none of those interceptions. Like they um, were just he's, floating he's, up there. He's done that. Like before. I understand, like his arm strength isn't that great, but like seriously, dude, like for real, he's done that before. Remember last <laughs> year? Wait, oh, you, do you remember the first? Do you remember the first? Uh, Seattle game last year. Yes. And where I said Kyle impressed me by taking the ball out of Jimmy's hand. Yeah, because he was sailing the ball all over the yard. Yes. But listen, he was doing the exact same thing. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to point out to you. You're so like, I've never seen it. Yes, you have. I think think those throws were like, there's a difference between sailing the ball, like being off target, sailing high, and like he was throwing floaties. 
Sunday. You, you, and he was doing it the same thing in that game. I'm trying to point <laughs> out to you, it's not the first time that it happened. So don't put it on the injury. Don't put it on the fact that that he wasn't right and Kyle never should have put him out there. Well, you no, know me. Jimmy, I try to save everybody. Jimmy, yes, you do. That's what I'm saying. You can't. No, you can't save Jimmy. Jimmy told his coach, I'm ready to go. When you hit the field, you're healthy. You know how I am about that. Then he got out there and he played boo-boo. Jimmy's got to fix that. Now, I will I will take up for Allen. I will take up for Witherspoon. Because people were like, well, if you're ready to <laughs> whoa, go, whoa, you whoa, can do this. Whoa. Is, is that this some stuff. cornerback bias there, E.D.? Is that, no, is that... <laughs> no, 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 no. Because all of Twitter and everyone – was is on spoon saying he should have been out there he been and out he there. shouldn't have yeah. let this guy go yeah. and Allen never should have been out there. Well, that's not on Jimmy. If you got a, I got a bad hammy. I'm telling you how my hammy feels. You are trying to keep me off because you don't think I can even go. And then you throw me out there. Cause I, I can tell you, this is the thing. I, if I say I'll, I can go, you need me out there. I can go. How do I feel? It, it's, it's not, it's not right. I'll try and do I'll try and do it, but you know, it's not right. You decide not to play me. The other kid is getting eaten up, then you put me out there and and everyone's like, Oh, he should have been out there in the first place. All you can do is tell them how you feel. The coaches have to make that decision. Now when I get out there, I gotta try and survive. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I was thinking that too, and then I and I heard then I heard Kyle's explanation for it, which makes perfect sense and, and Kyle is just happy. Uh, Spoon got out of there without tearing his hamstring. So yes, that just thank you. goes thank to you. show how how bad how bad of a shape he was. Like he had had the numbers not been where they were, uh, Spoon wasn't even supposed to dress. So yeah, um, yeah. So thank you. So, so yeah, thank no, you. I, I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with you there. I'm with you. So there. that's, so that's, that's not cornerback bias. That's yeah, understanding. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that's understanding the thing now. But so Jimmy, <laughs> so so back to Jimmy. Um, this is not Jimmy wasn't injured like that. Jimmy was out there playing. Jimmy was fine. Jimmy just played poorly. And and Jimmy didn't do anything I haven't seen him do before, which is back to the whole thing about him. Like I said, he needs to get better at that. He needs to get better at his decision-making, his patience. The very first third down of the game, if Jimmy had stayed there a beat longer, they're still driving because Kittle came wide open in the window right behind the linebacker. Yeah. But Jimmy bailed. He bailed. He bailed, yeah. He bailed. You, you, you go check the film. He bailed. All he had to do was just hang that. It was open. It first down, changed moving. Could have possibly changed the whole game. Back to you know, now, Kyle again. I feel confident with Kyle. Kyle is calling games. The plays are there. He 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 is calling plays to keep things going. Things are working. It's about execution. And I can't beat up Kyle for guys not doing their part. I can get on Salah for not adjusting that defense after they continually continually beat you at the same play with the same things you have to adjust to that you can't you can't give up that that much um yardage off of the exact same thing when when you can make some type of adjustment yeah um, well i mean there's all this talk about Salah being a head coach this that, and the other i mean yesterday was was Hopefully, you know, a, a teaching moment for him. I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's still some things that that he that he has to work on as well. Obviously, it's tough when you, you're shorthanded the way that they were um, or the way that they are. But uh, hopefully, there hopefully there's something that he gained from 
from that yesterday because I mean they got exploited. I mean there's just no two ways about it. They got they got exploited on on both sides uh, of the ball. Um, uh, the last thing I'm gonna say about this is well yeah uh, defensively, um, I don't know if I don't know if they were exploited or just simply outmanned. It's, that, that, it's that, just, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, obviously a lot to unpack here in this one. Uh, they got the Rams coming to town for Sunday Night Football. We will uh-huh. be back later this week to break that one down. Um, man, Aaron Donald. <laughs> Woo! Thought this last couple of weeks on the O line was. Woo! Oh well, well yeah, but we. I mean, we. It's that's yeah. just easy. Aaron's gonna eat. Aaron's yeah. gonna eat. And the Ram, the Rams are playing good football. Rams are playing really the good. Rams, football. The Rams are playing good fall, football. The Rams are healthier. The Rams, it's a, we'll get into this one later in the week, but um uh, as, as we see how things play how things play out and, and what's gonna happen. But um the offense the issues that they're having right now, I would like to think that some of the communications problems with the offensive line can be fixed. Um, I would like to think that radio will be a little bit healthier. That speed is missing from the offense. I, I think the we can see now it's been long enough to where you see what, what they want Jet, why they want Jet and why they brought him in. Um, he's not the same. The speed's not there. Kyle's got to have speed for that all to work. So you'll see a, a lot of these things can – they'll get better with – the speed in the backfield. So I want to see how he's going to adjust and who he's going to put the, who's going to get the ball. Cause that'll, that'll help them with the Rams. So I'm not, I'm not ready to concede that the Rams are going to destroy this offense. I, I think there just needs to be some, um, some adjustments made yeah, on and, and how I, you I, get that speed used. And, and, and the season as a whole, I got a text from a buddy of mine yesterday uh, during the game, uh, season ends today. It's all done. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready to go there yet. I think, like no. you said, a lot of these things are fixable, and and a lot of that, quite frankly, has to do with health, right? So yes. Um, you know, you're gonna get some guys back. Yeah, you're right. gonna get. Yeah, Ho- hopefully, getting some guys back will. I was will, asked that same question, medicine. man. I was asked that same question. Someone asked me about this club, and and they were like. You know, can can they still make the playoffs? And I, and I said, what do you ask? I said, this club as currently constructed? No. I said, but now I said, I'm going to assume that the guys are going to get healthy and that you won't lose any other guys. And I like, if you get those guys back, like, you know, you're not going to get Bosa back and things like that. But the guys that you know that you can get back, um, if they can, if they can get back to form, yeah, yeah. then you got a fighting chance. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. that's it. Uh, the NFL is hard. If there's anything to be learned from this, is is that you can't <laughs> yeah. take anything for granted. That is. It's not uh, that hard though. For... It's not as hard as they made it look yesterday. <laughs> that was... All right, football Ooh, that ain't that was, hard. That was ugly. Um. So we'll be back later this week to break down, uh, the Rams. Uh, appreciate all y'all. Make sure you continue to subscribe, rate, review, download. Um, hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on Instagram at Watch Ray Ray and he's at underscore bump and run. Uh, this is Rams week. We'll break that down later on in the week. Uh, make sure you come back for that. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, I guess I should say, from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all 
in a much more joyful mood, hopefully, later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.